Welcome to Whiskey and Wonder. All right. I'm going to do the same thing I did last time and give us a round of fucking applause because... You deserve it. You deserve a round of applause. You have... You guys, guys have no idea what Tyler has just gone through for the past two hours. 10.07. We sat down to try and record this at 15 after 8. Maybe it was 8.30. We even started recording. We recorded about 15 minutes. And then I realized Megan is not being recorded. She is being recorded on the YouTube version. No, you weren't even being recorded on that. No. I was oh, hearing you. I would just didn't exist. Yeah, but That's okay. I, you could see her on the YouTube, <laughs> but you couldn't hear anything that was being said. Uh, it's uh, been an interesting day. This interesting week has been the, if anybody wants to learn or knows how to run video and audio, because I'm learning and flying by the seat of my pants here. <laughs> it's driving me I up am, a goddamn wall. I am very proud of Tyler and how well he has kept it together. Um, I, I just want you all to know my whiskey has been poured and I had a full ass ice ball in there. Go to YouTube and check this out because it's over halfway gone at this point. So um, my whiskey's gonna be well. Let's down. <laughs> let's. Um, I'm we. Uh, what are we? This is whiskey and wonder. That's there we go. That's Megan. Anyway. Is <laughs> that's that, Tyler? Yes. Yeah. We're we're still working on this. Uh, I need to go uh, that way. That way. I need to actually point to her as if she was in the office. Uh obviously, okay, I need to point to you as if you're the wall. Okay. Well, I am the wall. Riss. Um <laughs> Okay. Uh okay. With all that being well, said, uh let's get this thing. It's already come off the rails, so let's let's just knock it further it, off the rails. Um it, where oh uh, where is my schedule? There it is. Okay. <laughs> um, um so this is Whiskey and Wonder. Obviously, we are still virtual this week. Um uh Megan is I, I've come through the COVID protocol. I'm completely COVID free. I did my time in quarantine and I'm feeling a ton better. I want to say thank you again for the second time tonight, even though you guys are going to hear it for the first time. Thank you to everybody for the well wishes. Uh, yes. I, I it was nice it. that uh, you all reached out. Yes, I, I really do appreciate it. Um, I am feeling a lot better and I'm out of quarantine back in the real world, even though I kind of on, on some level, I wish I was just able to lay in bed and watch TV all day. But, I mean, it would be nice. <laughs> it would be, but that's not the world we live in. So, uh, yeah, I'm no. over the COVID. We are still doing this virtually. Uh, we've got some. Oh, I forgot we talked about uh, your camera fiasco on the <laughs> get go, but we'll save that just because it's already 10 o'clock. Um, yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, God, I'm so old. It's already 10 o'clock. Um. <laughs> You are an old man. I am the oldest. You are the oldest young guy. Old. I know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're still doing the virtual um, just for now. This gives us a little more freedom. That way, if we can't get together for whatever reason, we can record, um, you know, virtually. So, provided yes. there's no more technical difficulties. Yeah, um, I believe in you. I, um, for those of you guys who are on YouTube, that... Where is my hand? That oh, I'm oh sorry. what? I, I that is my cat. Ah, 
<laughs> that? Um, oh, there, yes, I can use that, my mouse for that. That is my cat. <laughs> um, she is yeah. asleep. That's where I <laughs> wish to be soon. Um, <laughs> I have a long topic. Yeah, I heard. 16 pages. 16 yes. pages worth of notes, and you said I probably am not going to like it. <laughs> no, so, I don't think so. <laughs> but we're going to find out. Uh, I I may end up having another pour a whiskey another after drink. after the the uh, debacle earlier. Anyway, uh, to get back on the schedule, so uh, we, we have been working on the Whiskey and Wonder website. It is not up yet. We have hit some uh, forks and uh, well, we have hit a fork in the road to where uh, it's it's basically we we need to establish this as a business. We're trying to open a store on there, and just for tax reasons, we need to start this as as an actual business instead of just a hobby. So it yep. is on the way. We need to get all our ducks in a row. We're gonna, like I said earlier, we have the freedom now to do uh, virtual. Megan doesn't have to be at my house every time we record. Yes. We both have cameras by a miracle. Um, and by another miracle, we can both see each other and hear one another and communicate and hear all the sound effects. So we that plan. That miracle is called Tyler and uh, his preservance. Uh, preservance. <laughs> I've never heard it pronounced preservance before. Perseverance. <laughs> I thought that was, oh, <laughs> I thought that was a joke. <laughs> all right. I'm an idiot. It's all right. Preservance. You guys uh, know I'm by gonna, now. I'm going to start doing that. Um, anyway. <laughs> I read it in my head. Uh, it was my bad. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So we are working on the website. This gives us a little more freedom. We're going to have, uh, you know, exclusive content, like premium content, um, which is probably going to be. Almost like a smaller episode, maybe with less wonder, a little more whiskey, um, where people can reach out to us on Discord and hang out and whatnot. Um, yeah. So this will allow us to do that from the comfort of our own homes instead of having to plan a time in both of our busy schedules to get together sometimes. Uh, it can be a little bit of a struggle. So we are working yeah, on that. Um, we're working on getting... We've had had people request... Speaking of store and purchases and whatnot, people have requested to get the glasses and the decanter, uh, like what we have, like friend Shelby got us. Um, so we're working on that. We also have stickers. I'll do this again for YouTube. Let me get up the video so I can make sure I'm in the frame here. We have these awesome stickers. They're $3. They're awesome. And it's just Email the shape us. of the bottle. Email us. And, at uh, whiskeyandwonder at gmail.com. Yep. Email us if you want a sticker. They're three bucks. You can just give us three dollars in our PayPal, and we'll get you a sticker. At the moment, till we get the website and the store going. Um, and I mean, as always, we we are working on getting merchandise: t-shirts, hoodies, uh, more stickers, you know, so on and so forth. Um, if you guys can't tell, I've already done the spiel once tonight. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, if you're on YouTube, catch us on YouTube. Our channel name is Whiskey and Wonder. Um, if you're not on YouTube, you can find all the social media stuff in the show notes. 
They will the be description down there. down at the bottom. If you're on YouTube, I've got it plastered all over the screen. Um, I'm just going to say the Instagram ones. That's uh, the, the main podcast is uh, at Whiskey Podcast. And you can find me. I'm at Whiskey.Tyler. And Megan is at Whiskey.Megan. If you want the rest, check the show notes or... Oh, I need to update the... Uh, I need the to show update notes. the show notes and the... Um, the uh, YouTube thing because we have Facebook now, which I had. Oh, we do have Facebook I, now. I forgot all about that. Um, Megan, I did too. A Facebook page. Uh, so Facebook.com slash whiskey and wonder, wonder I believe yep. is the link. And yep, it is it. a group um, for our podcast where um, I've been trying to be kind of active on it. Um, I don't know do Facebook, so it's probably never going to be me. No. If it's on Facebook, it's me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, please like us on there and reach out to us and. Um, let's make this podcast as big as it can be. Absolutely. Ideally. Um, and I guess on that note, we'll just get right into it. Oh, you lost my There we go. Opening the bottle. And that was my fault. I have to keep Megan's screen on, uh, on mess with it. I'm going to actually do this. I'm going to get rid of that for a minute. Oh. And I'm just going to put it over here so that I have nothing else that's going to pop. Oh, get away. Oh. <laughs> I thought nothing else was going to pop up. Maybe, maybe shit is going to pop up. I don't know. It's, I'm we'll tired. Find out. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> um, you have a long way to go. I know. I'm sorry. It's fine. Uh, it's not your fault. It's my fault. Um, stupid technology. So this week, obviously we're in different places. This is about the point we got last time. Uh, when I realized nothing was recording, please talk so I can make sure you're recording. Okay. Are you, okay, are you are. You're good. Thank God. I am recording. Yes. All right. Um, um, so we are in different places. So Megan, what are you drinking this week? So this week um, I am drinking uh, Rabbit Hole Cave Hill Whiskey, uh, the bourbon that I've drank now several times on this podcast. I'm drinking it because it's what I had at my house and I didn't have anything else and it's delicious. So. You guys know by now what this is and how much I like it, and it's something I strongly recommend. So, and if you're on cheers. YouTube, that glass was uh, about twice as full. Maybe, maybe not twice as full, but when we started, <laughs> that's how long it's been. Um, so, yeah, maybe, maybe I, about twice. I am this week. I'm not breaking into anything new. Um, I'm, I got the Woodford Reserve Double Oak this time, uh, as I showed you at the very beginning on the YouTube, uh, I've got it in a glass with an ice ball that's half melted. Um, so this should be very interesting, but I'm probably going to end up having a second shot or a second finger if, uh, since Megan's topic is 16 pages and I've just gone through (laughs) hell trying to (laughs) get this stupid (laughs) audio working. Um, so, um, so go ahead and smell your whiskey. Um, well, I'm going to talk and to let us. Well, yeah, I guess that's the that's the way I should do this. There we go. Okay. And by the way, so, yeah, uh, I never really suffered that bad of a smell and taste loss with COVID. I, so I thought until we did this episode last week. And I think it's come back, but we're about to find out. Yeah. What do you think? Does it smell good? Is it delicious? It smells amazing, but my, brain, my brain is mush right now. and I can't figure out what I'm smelling. <laughs> It smells like whiskey. 
I smell a faint oaky. Okay, oak. This is the little bit uh, of Woodford vanilla. Reserve yeah. Double Oak. This yeah. is the Woodford Reserve Double Oak. Yep. Um, which, uh, if you guys haven't heard on, I believe it was two episodes ago. It was the first one we did of 2021. Um, oh. It is amazing. I already it is know that. Quite good. Very good. Something sweet, vanilla-y. That's what I'm okay. smelling with the ice ball. The ice ball has kind of muted it. You know, we, we kind of figured that out, um, that it mutes the flavorings a little bit. So um, this one, having sat here for almost two hours now, um, I'm interested to see how it tastes. But what I should be smelling is, ah, uh, shit, didn't, weren't you supposed to read this from the inside out? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. So the uh, the nose is the nose is sorry I had to pause and smell it's oak cherry and chocolate. Okay, you got oak right. I I can now that I've read it I can definitely smell cherry. Okay. And even a small uh, a subtle note of chocolate. I can actually smell the three I'm supposed to on this. Um, All right, so your sniffer's back. Yeah, this smells really good. Oh, it smells so good. All right. What does it taste like? Does it taste as good as it smells? Yeah. I mean, it tastes good. It tastes mild as far as spice and burn. Um, Yeah, it's definitely a little watered down. Um, But there's... I'm getting just a little spice now, but it's been like 10, 15 seconds since I took a nice size swallow. Um, no burn over the tongue, no burn on the way down, just kind of at the very end after it sat for a few seconds, got a slight, slight burn. Um, All right. Very cool. So the flavor... I'm getting um, a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of, um, there's something in the middle there. I can't quite put my finger on that's, I don't want to say musky, but kind of musky is not the right word. Yeah, it's, there's a flavor I can't put my finger on in the middle there. And then the end, like I said, a slight spice. Um, okay. So according to Flaviar's website, shout out to Flaviar. Um, hey, Flaviar. You're supposed to, I'm supposed to be tasting vanilla, caramel, and cinnamon. So may, yeah, I can see the cinnamon being oh. that. Um, the, um, this is... Interesting, because this this little swirly thing is completely different than what they've got over here. Just the order of everything. Anyway, um, it says the finish is <laughs> well. long, slow, and smooth, but it is very smooth. It's a very smooth whiskey that I have enjoyed. I mean, I, I'll tell you right now, I enjoy it with the ice ball. Um, I think I liked it better neat, but I do enjoy it with the ice ball as well. Right. So I'm gonna keep sipping on that. 
and I'm probably going yep. to end up um I don't have any kind of glass I can get rid of this ice ball in but once I finish this I'm probably going to have one neat too that's a good idea just, just because it's been uh, that kind of night and yeah. <laughs> on that <laughs> note, I think uh unless you want to share your crazy camera story uh, so since people are going to ask what it was, um, I ordered a webcam and it was stolen off my front door from Amazon. Uh, so I had to deal with that whole thing and I assumed I wouldn't have video for this recording and, uh, I came home today and Amazon being super good, like got me a new webcam instantly. So, oh, there's <laughs> Did y'all see Nay turn the high beams on there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a nightmare. Oh, Navia right. is the best. So Navia just, uh, if you're on YouTube, just walked into the frame like a creepy ghost. She was 100% playing in her toy box. I'm assuming that's her toy box back there. Yes, that is her toy box. She has three toy boxes. <laughs> oh, she's the best. She's so adorable. She's a little spoiled. Wow. Um, But anyway, uh, that's Part of the reason why Tyler and I have struggled so much to get this going tonight is because we're trying to figure out the camera situation and audio the recording and everything. So um, we have it written down now how to make it work. So we should never have this problem again. Knock on wood. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to make Bo, Bo bark because I knocked on something. I knocked um, on my head because that's wood enough. All right. So let's um, let's hop into the. Uh, Wonder. A wonder segment. A wonder segment. I don't think we have a... Uh, right. We don't have an intro for it. Have... Maybe we should reach out to our yeah, voice actress say, and maybe, see if she'll make one. Maybe we should. That's something for us to do. Anyway, um, so this topic, I, I really struggled and had to think on if I wanted to do it at all. Um, because it is insanely hard to find non-biased sources. Um. I tried my best, and I find it fascinating, morbidly, if true, and imaginative, false. Um, and I am, I did try to stick to only non-biased sources as much as I possibly could. Um, so I'm not going to go into some of the more crazy out there theories that are attached to this conspiracy theory. Um, I am going to talk about... Hashtag free Britney. Have you heard about that, Tyler? I have no idea, but I my context clues, I think I can figure it out. Okay. Can I um, can I take a shot before actually? Yeah. Is it yeah, a what conspiracy do you think theory that Britney Spears is locked up somewhere? Mm, kind of. Okay. That's that's super, super Vague. surface level. Okay. Well. But it does have to do with Britney Spears and Teach, teach me about up. how locked up Britney is. It's Britney, okay. bitch. It's Britney, bitch. Uh, so this conspiracy has been floating around the internet for a while. Uh, and what made me decide to look in it for this is I found Abby Richards conspiracy chart. And we will have that linked for you on Instagram. Thank you to Abby Richards for creating this chart. 
it is an upside down pyramid. Um, and at the very bottom in the smallest part of the pyramid, it talks about conspiracy theories that ended up being true, looking at like MK Ultra and Operation Mockingbird. Above that, it crosses into the speculation line. The next segment is conspiracy theories that have not been proven, but we have some questions. There might be something going on there. And that is where Free Britney sits. Um, from there, you have the likely false but harmless conspiracy theories like cryptids and mattress firm being a front for the mafia and all the ones that are like fun but not hurtful. One above that is science denial. So that's going to be your anti-vaxxers, chemtrails. Uh, it is harmful to yourself and others. So you hit that number four line, you're getting a really dangerous spot. And then the very top of the pyramid is where the majority of the conspiracies sit. sit and that is total insanity, flat earth, Illuminati, the moon landing was fake. If you believe any of that stuff, get help. Um, that is nutso cuckoo. I am looking at some of these. Yes. And I just want to say <laughs> there's one that I believe that's... Uh, on the yellow one, the fourth one from the bottom. So the uh, science denial is that, okay. is that the one that is? It or is. is that the... It's science denial. What one? What? This is going to sound believe? so bad. I believe COVID nineteen was indeed made in the lab. Okay, I'm just saying. We'll leave it at that. There's a lab <laughs> that specializes in coronavirus diseases in Wuhan, China. I'm okay. just saying, I don't believe in coincidences. Okay. I will not. I have not researched. I'm a survivor. That, I can so. say that. <laughs> Such an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> All right. So, without further ado, let's talk about Free Britney. All right. Free that bitch. <laughs> so, simply put, Britney uh, Spears is a slave to her fame. Trapped in a conservatorship that leaves her helpless to her finances, businesses, and personal affairs. She is a prisoner in need of rescue. Okay, so I don't want to interrupt here. Um, I mm -hmm. want to say two things. Number one, though, if you see me looking at my phone, I'm looking at this chart because there's a lot of stuff that's really, really small on there. Um, yes. Number two, I have heard something along this line that basically her dad is running her life, essentially. Uh, yes. I'm sorry, I don't mean to spoil anything, but that is like the extent of my knowledge about this. Okay. Yes, that's that's what this is about. That that is this. I didn't know yes. that was a conspiracy theory. I thought that was real. Well, I okay. mean it might be. Interesting. Let's, let's talk about it. All right. So teach me. A conservatorship is something that's pretty unique to California. Most other places just call it a legal guardianship. Um, but I got this information from the California courts website. So courts.ca.gov quote, a conservatorship is a court case where a judge appoints a responsible person or organization called the conservator to care for another adult called the conservatee who cannot care for themselves or manage their own finances. End quote. Now, on this website, there is a huge subsection on conservatorships, their duties, how to file them, how to end them, uh, 
what court investigators do. There's there's so, so much. So if you want to learn more about conservatorships and what they are, um, check out that courts.ca.gov. It is a lot of really technical legal jargon and it's kind of hard to get through, but it does explain what it is and what's happening. And I'll I'll try to talk a little bit about it too when we get more into what is happening with Brittany. So do you remember Brittany's breakdown? Um vaguely. I remember I remember she shaved her head. I don't remember if that was before or after K Fed. God, that was that's a um, name that after. I've not said in a Ed. long time. So, um, her breakdown happened between 2007 and 2008 when we were in high school. Um, and this was the height of the Holo- Hollywood paparazzi era. Um, so, this was when TMZ and Perez Hilton and everyone was like blowing up and all the world wanted all the information on the celebrities and we wanted to make fun of them. And it was just a nightmare, I guess, for lack of a better term. So the conservatorship was put in place in 2008 after a series of public incidents and breakdowns. So she suffered through a public and brutal breakup with Kevin Federline, where she lost custody of her two sons. She faced multiple stints in rehab. She attacked the paparazzi with an umbrella. She shaved her head and a lot more as well. So at the time, the media treated these incidents as entertainment for laughs. I mean, I, I remember being a kid and watching, I think it was Lino, um, like talking about it or some, some, one of those like nighttime network things, like making jokes about her freaking out and shaving her head. Um, and it, it was just mocked. She was just made fun of. She was just this prissy rich girl who had a perfect life who just lost her shit and it was something we were supposed to laugh at and today our culture is growing much more sympathetic to mental health and mockery is slowly being replaced with a call for support and that's probably what Brittany should have had in the first place the things she did in 2007 were signs of a very serious mental condition um, and Chris Crocker, I'm sure if you don't know him, you will remember his video, leave Brittany alone. Yes. He is like under a sheet and he's crying and he's like going on and on about leave Brittany alone. Um, and I remember Tosh.0 doing, um, a segment on him and making fun of that as well. Um, but he was really ahead of his time. His famous viral videos attacks gossip columnists like Perez Hilton for bullying Britney um, after her failed comeback performance at the VMAs in 2007. So during the VMAs in 2007, she uh, was basically caught lip syncing. Um, she was like super drugged and dopey and she like was missing her dance cues and like it was rough. It was really rough. And Perez Hilton and TMZ and everyone just made fun of her and made fun of what was going on when, again, this was something seriously mentally wrong and she needed help for it. So I'm not here to talk about her substance abuse, her involuntary psychiatric holds, 
or the vortex of depression that shaped Britney's 2007 to 2008 years. I could talk a lot about those, but I'm not going to. But those incidents are why the conservatorship was put into place. So the court appointed her father, Jamie Spears, and attorney Andrew Wallet conservatorship in 2008, giving them authority over her finances and personal life. So some aspects have changed of the conservatorship over the past 12 years, but Jamie Spears has main, remained the center of it all, um, the sole conservator of her person and her estate. So hashtag free Britney, uh, that movement first went viral in April of 2019 after Spears checked into a mental health facility. And a podcast, hello, not us, but a podcast, um, ended up getting a call from someone who claimed to be a paralegal that worked with Brittany and stated that her being put into this mental health was against her will, that she was forced into doing it. Um, and these claims are unverified. And that's, that's where I need to start. Um, the hosts of the podcast uh, said that they did confirm the person's identity, but for safety reasons, weren't going to reveal it. But because they won't let us know who it was and because there's no way for us to tell who this paralegal was, we can't say whether or not it was true or not. So, but that's when Free Britney really started to take off. And several celebrities started picking up on it as well and starting a, started retreating it and agreeing with it. So Miley Cyrus, Paris Hilton, Rose McGowan have all echoed their support in the movement, which has just fanned the conspiracy's flames. The phrase Free Britney has been around nearly as long as her conservatorship. It first popped up in 2009 on a fan site. Jamie Spears did threaten legal action against the site's owner. And that's about all I could find on that original free Britney. So, but in, in, 2000, uh, in 2019 is where really when free Britney started to pick up. Because uh, in March of 2019, attorney Andrew Wallet abruptly resigned as her conservator. In a statement, Wallet said, quote, substantial detriment irreparable harm and immediate danger will result to the conservatee if he wasn't just charged from the assignment. This came just a couple of months after he asked for a pay raise. Wallet never returned a request to clarify what that statement meant. So was he salty because he wasn't getting a pay raise? Or was there something more going on? I'm uh So I Megan told me earlier today that I wouldn't like this topic. I don't know why she said that and I don't know how I feel about this topic. <laughs> I thought cuz it was it's Britney bitch. I oh, thought no, it would... I like the fact that it's Britney bitch. All right. I I'm all about Britney Spears. She used to be sexy right. as hell. She is still sexy and, as hell. I don't know. I haven't seen a picture of her lately. Yeah, she lost a little bit when she shaved her head for me, but um, she is struggling. I, Whether or not this conservatorship is hurting her, 
she's well, in a bad place mentally. Yeah, but, I'm, I'm. Yeah, we. I'm still. My jury's still out on that one. Okay. Well, uh, let's talk some more about it then. Please teach me more about it. So, in the very beginning of 2019, in January, she canceled her Las Vegas residency, uh, stating that a need for her family came first. Her father was experiencing some really distressing health issues that required several surgeries. His colon had ruptured. Um, And so that's the excuse she gave to why she was no longer going to do her Las Vegas residency. Um, And for those of you who don't know, she was in Las Vegas performing shows every single night. Um, And she did that for uh, over 200 shows. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't... uh... Year. I knew she had a Vegas residency. Now she was it was supposed to continue on to two, um, but this is where she like cut it off. So the the paralegal, quote paralegal, um, from the podcast uh claimed that she was forced to pull out of her Vegas residency and be and enter a mental facility against her will. And again, this person has never been proven to be a whistleblower, and people close to Spears say that the message is faked. Now, people that are close to Spears that say this are her public image people. So, I'm trying to stay unbiased. It's possible that it's fake, it's possible it's true, and I'm going to leave it at that. In September... Of 2019, Jamie Spears relinquished control of Britney's person to her care her care manager, Jody Montgomery, citing health troubles. He still maintains control of her finances. But this came in the wake of Kevin Federline filing a police report against Jamie Spears for an alleged physical altercation between Britney's father and their then 13-year-old son, Sean. Now, sealed court records don't tell me what happened, but uh, context clues tell me that he, in some way, shape, or form, physically abused his grandchild um, to the point where both of Brittany's sons were granted a restraining order against their grandfather. So... Mm, I struggle with that because... I know in the society that we live in, if you got to spank him with a belt, that's child abuse, which is horse shit. I got to spank him with a belt growing up and I got, I turned out just fine. So I, I can see California. I'm assuming that's where this happened was California. It is progressive as it can be legally, um, considering that child abuse. So I'm, playing devil's advocate on that one. Okay. You can play devil's advocate and I'll turn around and say, I don't think Keverline, (laughs) I'm going to call him that. I don't think Keverline would have um, filed a report if it wasn't something serious because of how public their lives are. Something like this was going to come to light. And, um, I don't know. I don't know. We, I, we live in a completely different society where it's. I mean, it's quote unquote wrong 
especially if this is Britney Spears' dad doing that. How how old is this man? How how old is um, Jamie Spears? You got to figure he's at least fifty. I don't know. I didn't write 60. that down. I'm not very good at my job. Uh, well, you got to figure he's at least fifty, sixty. He grew up at, at least. The time my parents, our parents, grew up. Yeah, it was fine to whip your child. It's not. Depending on where you live and who you're around, it's not socially acceptable now to whip your child. And I mean, you can have the cops called on you for spanking your child. I can 100% see a parent getting mad at a grandparent for spanking their child. Okay. You know? Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know that for sure, but it, I wouldn't be surprised in the least. Okay. Well, we'll we'll just say that that there is a restraining order that was successfully filed against Jamie Spears. Was um, it in California? I am curious on that. I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. Now, Lynn Spears, which is Britney Spears's mother, divorced from Jamie a while ago. She also tried to get into the conservatorship in 2019. I would like in to- May. She. Oh no! Go ahead. Hmm? Go ahead. In May, she filed a motion to be kept informed of all matters regarding her daughter. Okay, now I would like to pause the bus. Yes. Her parents' name are Jamie and Lynn Spears. Yes. They named their second daughter Jamie Lynn Spears. Brittany's younger sister, the one that was in Zoe 101 on Nickelodeon. Oh my God, these yeah. fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I always thought I mean, they could have named her Apple. Oh, uh, Northwest. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <sighs> this is why I hate people. Anyway. You're so old. I, yes, I am. Yes, proudly. Anyway, continue. Right. Um, Jody Montgomery, uh, her current co-conservator and her care um, manager is set to like expire her conservatorship at the end of September of this year. So September, 2021, if you're listening to this in the future um, and things got more complicated in 2020. Um, and this is when the free Britney movement really started to make headline front page news because 2020 was the year of the protests and free Britney was a protest happened. So in August, Britney asked the courts to remove Jamie as her conservator and requested that Montgomery be permanently installed as her conservator. Instead, the judge's findings remain under seal, but he ruled to extend Montgomery's conservatorship. Samuel D. Ingram, the third Britney's lawyer has stated that Britney is strongly opposed to Jamie returning as sole conservator. In a hearing on November 10th of 2020, a judge once again denied the request to remove Jamie. Quote, my client has informed me that she is afraid of her father. She will not perform again if her father is in charge of her career, Ingham told the judge. As she pushes to remove her father and change her conservatorship, fans' concern and speculation have also grown. 
this is a wildfire of paparazzi news. Let's look at their life and see how much shittier their life is than mine so I feel better. So, Brittany said in an Instagram post, quote, I am trying to take a moment for myself, but everything that's happening is just making it harder for me. Don't believe everything you read and hear. Your love and dedication is amazing, but what I need right now is a little bit of privacy to deal with all the hard things that life is throwing my way. If you could do that, I would be forever grateful. Love you. End quote. Despite this message, the hashtag Free Britney movement continues to grow. And this is where I'm going to start mentioning some of the really wonky, strange shit that these people are claiming is happening to Britney. Okay. I thought we had passed that. No, no. Oh, boy. Um, So some fans believe Spears is using her Instagram to send coded cries for help. Uh, So they are basically finding ways to use her emoji usage and other details of her post to like decode and be like cryptic messages about how she needs needs help. Um, They look at everything from what she's wearing to how many times she blinks in an episode post to whether or not she's trying to signal for help. It's a little ridiculous. Um, the a little. most what a little. Oh yeah. A little, the most interesting one I saw, um, was a picture that Brittany took in the front yard of her house. Um, and she specifically mentioned in the picture to look at her eyes. Her eyes looked really good. If you zoom in, it looks like her eyelashes on the bottom say 911. Just because of the way the mascara is. And looking at it, I had to really look at it and I could see it. Supposedly, the left eye has call 911. I could not find call no matter how hard I looked. Facts, which is another thing that people have said they saw, I could see. So I saw. Facts, nine one one. But I don't think it was intentional. As someone who does makeup and who really enjoys makeup, so you can't tell that right now if you're on YouTube because fuck today. Um, it is very hard to make your eyelashes do something like that with just a wand, and it looks like all she was wearing was just mascara that had been wanded onto her eye. I didn't see any evidence of any type of beauty manipulation. There wasn't any like liner used on her eyelashes or anything like that. I think it just so happens that she put on her mascara, her eyelashes clumped just right, and the fire started. Yeah, I was about to actually ask that because I know you're into makeup. Um can you do me a huge solid favor and can you take your mic and just move it down a smidge because every time you say a plosive we get a puff of air into the oh, mic. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, you're fine. It's just that that's why I have the foam things on the mics in the in my office. Yeah, I know. We're having to make do, but I'm figuring if you move it down it might 
alleviate okay. a little I moved bit down a little. And you okay. think that's enough? I don't know. Say something with a P or a B on it. Say big Brittany. baboon boobs. Did you say big moon boobs? I said big baboon boobs. Oh, big baboon boobs. Yeah, that worked. Good job. That worked? Okay, yay. <laughs> I think I just found what's at the end. <laughs> okay. Anyway. In July, July of 2020, Brittany wore a yellow top in an Instagram post. 384,000 fans liked a tweet speculating that she had done so as a cry for help because on a previous post, a follower had commented asking her to wear yellow in her next post if she needed help. And again, I have to say, this is Britney Spears. She is the pop icon of our generation. She has millions of followers. And on every Instagram post she makes, she has to get tens of thousands of comments. The chances of her seeing one comment that said, wear yellow if you need help, it just, it's a stretch for me to think that. So. But. And. The reason why I'm bringing this up, if you are a supporter of the Free Britney movement, is because the spreading of these unfounded theories is doing more harm than good for the singer, because courts are trying and struggling to separate fact from fiction. If you do not know something as 100% true, please don't retweet it, because courts are trying to help Britney, and you saying that she's writing 911 in her eyelashes is not going to make the court process any easier on her. There are three court hearings that are scheduled to take place in 2021 before September 3rd, when Montgomery is set to be removed as a conservatorship. One of these hearings does include one to assess how Jamie has managed Britney's finances. Um, so we'll see. I believe that one is set to play, take place in March, maybe. Um, and knowing like every other hearing, it'll probably be closed to the public. Um, but yeah. So because for the past 12 years, these court documents have been sealed or mostly sealed. We don't know the full nature of her conservatorship. We don't know the specifics that have gone into it. We don't know what exactly her conservatorship says. How much freedom does she have? How much freedom doesn't she have? There is so much that could be going on different in this conservatorship than what the next person thinks is happening. Haley uh, Felon of Vanity Fair writes, quote, We know that during the 12 years she has been under conservatorship, Spears has been working nonstop. She released four albums, went on just as many world tours, and for her Vegas res residency, played 248 shows, grossing $500,000 per show. We don't know whether Spears wanted to be on stage or in the studio, whether she's happy and whether she's well. End quote. And that's a quote that stuck with me. Because 
Brittany hasn't flat out said what she is experiencing, what she thinks. The most we had is that Instagram post that I told you about before where she said, just don't leave everything you read in here. That's all she's really said about it. And she is trying to remove her father from her conservatorship. And as someone who sits down and records in a studio once a week, I would lose my mind if my dad like chained me to a recording studio and that's all I did for 12 years. And she has not had a break. She's not been able to like just take a moment and breathe out of the spotlight. Um, and that's, that's not, that's not fair. Life's not fair. Not well, to be a blunt it should dick, be. but no, it shouldn't. Nature's not fair. Um, yeah, not to be a blunt dick, but at the end of the day, life is not fair. I know. And that sucks. I think life I think should more be people, fair. It might I, not be, but it should be. I think more people need to accept that it's not and move on and just try to do the best. But this, I have, I don't like this topic, but it's not because it's about Brittany. It's because it goes against, there's a lot of, in my opinion, flaws in society that this is riding on. Uh, number one, the government doesn't need to be involved in anybody's life. Not to that extent. Okay, we're going to talk about it. You are a grown um, person. Mental disorders or not, that's between you and your family. If you... Oh, see, that's, that's the problem. That's when the government has to get involved. When the family... I just, I don't think the government needs to be involved in people's personal lives. It's a very, very slippery slope, and it's a fine line between what is acceptable and what's not. I, I'm, I agree with that, but my line is way, 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 way further out than most people's as far as the government. Okay. Well, um, most conservatorships either involve developmentally disabled individuals who have reached adulthood at age 18 and their parents seek to be appointed their conservator or legal guardian, or elderly people with dementia who would be vulnerable to financial abuse. Getting into a conservatorship is way easier than getting out of one. The American Civil Liberties Union, or ACLU, worries conservatorships can be used as a weapon to deprive people of their rights. And I think that, yes, that is true. They are taking away your rights by giving someone else the permission to be in control of everything you are. And that's where it's, that's, there's a lot to it. It's just um, one person in control? It's what? It's only one person in control? Uh, with most conservatorships, yes. Well, that's, there's your problem. It should be a committee. Three people. No less, no more. Odd numbers. Take a vote. Majority wins. Yeah. You should never the have ace. one person. That's tyrannical. Well, that would be nice. The ACLU fought and lost California's recent expansion of state law to make it easier to place homeless, mentally ill, and addicted people under a conservatorship 
against their will. And this is where all of this gets really hard for me because at what point is someone mentally ill enough that you get to make that decision for them? I don't know if someone can hit that stage without being a vegetable. And I, I maybe I am rose-colored glasses and I am wrong. But I would like people to have their freedom. I think it should be equal and equality for everyone. I don't care if you're in a wheelchair. I don't care if you are um, developmentally disabled. I will sit next to you and I will eat dinner with you and I will be your friend. I don't give a shit what you look like or what you do. You treat me right and I'm going to treat you right. That's the end of story. I agree. For the most part, I, uh, I understand in, in, uh, you're right. This one is a slippery slope and I don't have the answers. Um, exactly. And I don't either. I agree that there should be, there are situations where people don't need to be making decisions. For instance, people with severe cases of dementia. You know, in in a situation like that, I, it makes sense, but it doesn't need to be one person making the decisions for them. It needs to be at least three people. Um, I would agree. Whether, you know, if there's not three people, um, you know, family members that can do it, assign an attorney, you know, a public defender, lump it in somehow and government pay. Everybody else wants to get paid off the fat teat of the government. Might as well add a little more. We're already circling the drain. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's a topic for another episode. Yeah. Um, I also think there's a, um, culture of it's okay to not reap what you sow. Um, I think there's, there has become a culture of, I'm going to do whatever I want to hell with the consequences. And when the cons, it's a, it's a play stupid games win stupid prizes, essentially. Um, I think people are trying to prevent people who play stupid games when they do win a stupid prize. Uh, from receiving that stupid prize. For instance, if you run out in front of a train and get ran over by the train, your family tries to have a lawsuit against the railroad company. I don't think that should really be, you know. That's not the railroad's fault. It's not the railroad's fault that you didn't move. You were drunk and walking home on a railroad track where there's clearly signs that say don't trespass. Um, Yeah. And you know, yeah, and, I'm, and I'm with you on that. That's just an example I made up off the top of my head. I don't know anybody that that happened to or any specific case in mind, but it, it, for example, purposes, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, there's no you don't deserve you, you made that conscious decision. Well, yeah, that drunken decision. Well, in that scenario, exactly. So mm. it's, I do have issues. Um, in certain scenarios because 
uh, I, I know as, I'm going to bring this back to the Britney thing by, by saying this, you know, I don't know what all her mental issues were when she had her meltdown. Um, I know, you know, she shaved her head and, and I'm sure, you know, I know she was partying a lot, uh, at the time and drinking. I don't know how old she was. I'm curious as to how old she would have been. 24. 24. So in other words, she's doing what every other 24 year old is basically doing. Um, yeah, but she's she was making piss poor decisions, but she's super famous. Yep. Um, yep. She was in the spotlight making those decisions. Yeah. And I think that a lot of this based off what has been said so far sounds very much like a similar example of, oh, my child made shitty decisions and partied too hard and got drunk and made all these publicly decisions that may or may not have affected her mental health. But now I want control. I want some kind of benefit for my, myself and my child and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, it's the same thing as walking out drunk in front of a train. You made that decision. She made the decision to party and put herself in the situation for these. I'm not saying this is necessarily wrong or right. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. You know, you made that decision. It comes with consequences. I mean, you're a celebrity. The camera. I mean, I'm not even a celebrity, and I assume a camera's on me at all all time. Now, in fairness, this is 15 years later. <laughs> it probably is a camera on me at all time. But um, you know, it, it, I just feel like the father's trying to recoup in this scenario, trying to preserve her image, whilst she was making decisions, bad decisions that tarnished it. And, you know, that kind of a similarity between the reap what you sow versus my family's trying to prevent me from reaping the decisions that I've sowed. And one of the things the conspiracy theorists are arguing is that he's not doing it in an attempt to make it so Brittany doesn't reap what she sows. He's doing it to get what he wants in life. So he's doing it so he can have access to all of her money so he can make her record. Exactly. That, that goes back to the, the getting hit by a train example of you're gone. You get hit by a train. You're not living through that, but your family wants money. You see what I'm saying? Like you want to profit off of their bad decision in a way. Um, Yeah. So, Personally, just from what I've heard so far, I don't know one way or the other. Uh, I think there's a possibility of both. I think, you know, who, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. This could go either way. He could be doing it to try and preserve. I feel like I've seen a movie that's, similar to this, almost like a, an inception type movie where you think you're thinking one way the whole time and then you get a curveball or like whatever you do, you can't undo. I, I, it's not inception. I've seen a movie like this where, um, maybe it's memento. That's an old memento movie. is a great, movie. yeah, that's a great movie, but it's, it's a similar concept of you just can't break this cycle. No matter how hard you try to get out, you know, what if the dad really is doing it for her best interest and these people are just running with 
their own speculation and now they have an outlet for that speculation and they're making it extremely hard on him, you know, and then there's the other hand, what if he really is truly just trying to profit off of her? So it's hard to make that decision. I can't think of what that movie is where it's, where it's like constantly um, stacked against like the further people go into the, trying to help the person, the more further away they get from actually helping the person. Um, but one thing this made me think of, I mean, in Memento, he's trying to figure out who killed, um, his wife. Yeah, I think so. And And he just kind of keeps circling. Yeah. Um, this, this really made me think of the episode of black mirror with Miley Cyrus. I actually just watched that a couple, a couple of weeks ago where she's, I have not seen that. Oh, it's, have you ever seen black mirror at all? Yes. Okay. It's uh, it's really similar. She's like being controlled by her manager, and she's like ends up. I don't want to spoil it. Just long story. It's similar. Go watch it. It's Ashley okay. O or something like that. It's a good episode. Okay. I actually, I'll probably check that out after this because I'm interested. Um, let's see. So, Zoe Brennan Cron is an attorney in San Francisco with a disability rights protection of ACLU and says that civil liberties advocates regard conservatorships as extreme. Spears' case doesn't fit the state standard for a conservatorship, which is that a person cannot provide for their own clothing, food, and shelter. Brittany could. It's Brittany, bitch. Quote, there is a huge gap between being able to do everything for yourself between being able to do nothing for yourself. Conservatorships collapses that gap. So if you need some support, we're just going to take away all your rights and do everything for you. Most of us are free to make bad choices and learn from them. But that is not true about people with with disabilities. And that's a quote from Zoe Brennan Cron, the attorney. And that, I don't want to say is kind of what I was getting at, but like, like I said, when she was making these decisions, she was 24 years old, doing, making bad decisions, the same as every other 24 year old, going out, partying, getting drunk, flashing her hoo-ha. You know, what 24 year old hasn't done that? I've flashed my hoo-ha like five times. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, what 24-year-old hasn't made every... I could go ask my mom, hey, what did you do when you were 24? What's a stupid decision from when you were in your 20s, you know? Yeah. you got to be able to... Everyone has one. Live and learn. Like, our brains don't fully develop until we're 25. So she's still figuring out who she is. She's got all this fame she's had since she was, like, fucking 18. 11. Oh, my God. She was 11? Fucking Christ. She was 11. She's been in the spotlight ever since she was 11. I talk about that um, a little bit too. We're almost done. Our society's fucked. It really is. We're almost done. That's fine. I mean, we're only sitting at, I know it feels like we've been doing this forever, but we're only sitting at an hour because. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Because we've, we did 20 minutes and then had two hours of goddamn technical difficulties. (laughs) Whoops. All right. right. Um, So. In 2008, in the MTV documentary, Britney, for the record, Britney Spears says this of not being in control. 
quote, even when you go to jail, you know there's the time when you're going to get out. But in this situation, it is never ending. It's just like the movie Groundhog Day, end quote. A thought occurs to me. Obviously, this... um, I I can't think of what the term is called. What what is it? What is the legal title of it called? A conservatorship. Conservatorship. Um, sorry guys, I still have a little bit of COVID fog going on in my head. Um, so the this conservatorship sounds completely flawed. Like, is nobody checking in? There should be like a almost like a social worker checking in every six months. Like, hey, you doing all right, pal? And that is yes. I am with you on that. Yeah, that, and there should not be a single person in control. Like, exactly. It should, it should be, matter of a fact, group. matter of fact, it should be two people and then the social worker. That, that, that's your three people right there. Two people, okay. two family members and a social worker. If you ain't got no family members, you get three social workers or, you know, one family member and two something, social workers. Something yeah. along those lines. But yeah, it's, it's dangerous having one person in that much control especially one person in that much control of a kid who has some serious mental shit going on who is a multi multi-millionaire um britney has been under the spotlight ever since she was 11 um when she was in the mickey mouse clubhouse or whatever i think she was in there with justin timberlake and christina aguilera yeah i think i remember Um, seeing that too literally from the time she was 11 to today, everything in her life has made the headlines. Everything. Um, her, like, 55-hour marriage, her... Um, I don't know if I would say... That, I don't know if I would say to today. I haven't really heard of Britney Spears since, like, 2008, 2009. I have. But yeah, you don't go on Facebook and shit, so. I, I don't, but I don't think... Well... See, I don't consider that the headlines. I don't consider Facebook the headlines. Facebook is not news. Facebook is no, it's a not. bunch of horse shit. Um, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash whiskey and wonder. <laughs> by the way. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't like how, like I said, my problem with this topic has been it's just exposed so much of what I don't like in society and a lot of that being around social media. Um, I'm a firm believer social media is one step forward, two steps back for our society. Um, And honestly, that's why I have such a hard time posting and and staying active on it, guys. It's just because it goes against my core beliefs uh, really to do social media. So I want y'all to know I am putting out an effort, even though I'm not posting every single day. Um, It's impressive what he's posted so far. I am. I I try to get at least one a week. Um, Yeah. But, you know, it bothers me that that was where your mind went when you know, I was like in the headlines. You know, I, I, you're not on Facebook, though. Like, Facebook is not headlines, you know. I, I get what you're saying. No, but- I understand. It's being scrutinized by people. I'm, I'm living in the past. Times have changed, and that is how people spread. See the wor- world. Now. It, it, it's the TMZ of now uh, of the last five years more or less and Mm -hmm. hmm, 
uh, again, uh, it just goes back to social media as a whole. It just, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't exist, in my opinion. Get rid of it. Anyway, I'm going to get off my soapbox. My <laughs> social media soapbox. So, this is where I start to kind of go into a tangent about mental health. Okay. Um, Because that is a topic that is extremely uh, close to my heart. I doubt I could have survived what Brittany went through. I think she is stronger than most of us give her credit for. The public does not know the details of her mental health, but we know that there is something wrong. We don't know if she's bipolar, if she's schizophrenic. We don't know on what level any of the things are, but there is clearly something is wrong. And the stigma of mental illness needs to end. And there are great strides being happened to push that stigma away. But it's not enough. And it needs to be more. So the late, great Carrie Fisher, our princess, our general, said, quote, One of the things that baffles me, and there are quite a few, is how there can be so much lingering stigma with regards to mental illness. In my opinion, living with manic depression takes a tremendous amount of balls, not unlike a tour of Afghanistan, though the bombs and bullets in this case come from the inside. At times, being can be an all-consuming challenge, requiring a lot of stamina and even more courage. So if you're living with this illness and functioning at all, it is something to be proud of, not ashamed of. They should issue medals along with the steady stream of medication. And Carrie Fisher is one of my heroes for more than just Star Wars. She's a hero because she was so open about her mental health and she wanted to break the stigma. She told people that she was bipolar and she made it known that it was normal and it was okay. And I, I was not diagnosed with true depression until I was 19 um, because I was under the assumption that if I had been diagnosed, I would be weak. I would be lesser than everyone else. And it took Houston almost having to drag me to the doctor. Like there was a, there's a huge story there, but it took a lot for me to be willing to get seen about my mental health or my mental health. And and it it's as i'm older i i am 100% open and ready to admit that i suffer some crazy shit in my head um i am extremely depressed i suffer from uh severe paranoia i i am a nutcase and i love myself for it i hate myself for it too but it makes me me and i'm on medication and i am a better person on medication, getting help than I was when I was not. So that's really why I rambled on so much about this conservatorship is because I can see me and friends and people with mental illness reflected in conservatorships and being hurt because our brain chemicals are just fucked up. And I I don't know the story behind Brittany and I don't know 
how true it is that her dad has forced her to do all this stuff. But I do know that her mental health shouldn't be seen as something to mock her for. And it shouldn't be seen as something that she is flawed for. We all suffer from something. And it is okay to suffer. All right. So, uh, there's a lot there. <laughs> I have such... Sorry. No, you're fine. I, I understand where you're coming from wholeheartedly. Um, I definitely don't want to come across as somebody that doesn't believe that mental health is an issue and that people don't have mental health issues. I have my own mental health issues, but I also think, again, it goes in... Like I said, I, I don't really know the... I have moments where I'm like, I see it the way you just said it. And I also have moments where I see it as I said it earlier. Life's not fair. Everybody has times of struggle and depression and we all just got to move through it. Uh, I understand it's hard. You know, I've been through my bouts of depression. Um, It's so I don't really, like I said, I, I, I fall depends on the day, frankly, as to how bad of a mood I'm in. If I'm pissed off, <laughs> get the fuck over it. Uh, and I'm not going to lie to you guys. This technology bullshit that I've dealt with for the last two hours has got me. It had me pretty Flustered. frustrated. Yeah. Um. So I'm kind of in that mood today. And and it's. You know, you bring up the like people making fun of, yes, nobody should be made fun of for their mental health. But at the same time, especially the night show, you, you were talking about the Leno, uh, Leno and the Tonight Show and all these other like That's their job. They're comedians. They make fun. Some people like you made the choice of pursuing a career that is a celebrity. It, it goes back to reaping but- that decision. Yeah, Ruby was but, 11 did I, she have that choice yeah and, and I get that that's why I was about to say I don't think child stars should be a thing um, yes I get you know I mean another good good case is uh, John Bonet Ramsey that's a you know a whole different thing because the murder killing associated with it but she was a pageant child you know, stuff like that. I think she was what, like, no more than Young. seven or eight. She was like six, maybe. She like, was a baby. Yeah, and she had been doing it all her life. Like that's, uh, that, that shouldn't be forced upon kids. Um, unless you know, unless necessarily the kid wants it. But at that age, what, what, and that kind of goes back into what does a kid actually, who gets to make that decision, the kid or the parent? You know, and. Who knows in that scenario, but at some point you have to own decisions you make. Like, and, and and I'm going to take an example here and, and say Brittany's little sister, Jamie Lynn Spears. Mm-hmm. I'm more familiar with her than I am Brittany Spears's life just because we were closer in age and I remembered watching her on Nickelodeon 
and all that and Zoe 101 and you know see what happened and she ended up and I don't know you know I, I haven't done any research into this so maybe she's under the same protection that Brittany she got her. pregnant at 14 she got pregnant and at that, 14 and that she, threw away her fame she made that choice and yes she, she chose to walk away from the fame so she reaped the decision and that is I think it's important to understand that decisions have consequences I think there's a lot of people that don't understand that and I think a lot of it like I said Jamie Lynn Spears she got pregnant at 14 gave up being famous celebrity her career she went on you know God knows what she's doing now you know, because of that, she gave it up. She wasn't part of the tabloid. She wasn't part of the, you know, the, the Leno tonight show jokes and stuff like that. So, you know, it's hard in the case of Britney Spears because has she, because of the she child startup, so young. but she still, obviously she still had a choice to walk away as proven by her very own sister. Who walked away at 14 so but jamie could have been forced to walk away because of the pregnancy but it, there's a lot of you're, you're right everything it's. everything happens behind closed doors in that situation yeah. but i do think it, it really when you said the the tonight show making fun of them that like that really bothered me honestly because that's their job that's what they're gonna some people i'm also of the mindset like people y'all need to have thicker skin um i mean come on i i'm also the asshole that doesn't give a shit what anybody thinks about me so <laughs> it's really easy for me to say that versus versus some people that get all all balled up in it like and and megan i don't i'm not gonna call you out on this i don't think you're necessarily thin-skinned but you know you're a ball of emotion you 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 think emotionally if somebody yes. says, yes. I can't stand you, it bothers you uh, more oh, than yeah. it's going to bother me because I go, especially if it's a stranger, because I can go, yeah, I'm never going to fucking see you again. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. And a I, comment like that made to me, I will think about that day. for the next month and yeah. cry every day. And I can go tell them, okay, well, you can go fuck off. I, your opinion doesn't matter. Um, I have no idea how you do that. Logic. What's that? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're emotional. I'm logical. Emotionalist is the word we came up with for you. And yep. logician is, I countered your word by coming up with looking at my own. I'm a logician and you are a, a logician, a logician and you are a, an emotionalist. Um, okay. But I think that's why we make such good co-hosts. We're balance each other. Yeah, um, exactly. With that being said, though, it, like I said, there has to be a healthy balance of emotion to logic. And, and, you know, some people I get are emotional. Some people are logical. But I think what has happened with our society lately, and I'm... I hate to harp on the social media thing, 
But you look at politically, we're extremely polarized. I think em- emotional versus logical people are extremely polarized. Introverts versus extroverts are extremely polarized in our society now. And it didn't, it wasn't like this. It wasn't nearly this bad 10, 15 years ago. And the main change that I can see in my lifetime that I've grown up with is technology. Social media. Not necessarily social media, just technology in general. Um, like, and, and I'm going to choose something other than logic and emotion because I talk about that one a ton, I feel like. But introvert and extrovert. I'm an introvert. I've been quarantined in my house for uh, since January 4th. So almost two weeks. Yeah, almost two weeks. I didn't have to do the full two weeks since I tested positive. I had to do 10 days after my symptoms um, started. And so I'm an introvert. I And I'll, I'll admit I have a roommate that I share my house with um, that I didn't leave my room or my office. I didn't cook. I didn't do laundry. I didn't watch TV in the living room. I stayed in my room, my bathroom, and my office. And occasionally went to the door to get food delivered. As an introvert, as soon as I got out of quarantine, you want to know where I wanted to go? My goddamn couch. I wanted to go sit on my couch and watch TV in the fucking living room. <laughs> I wanted to go in my kitchen so that I could cook food instead of having, having to pay $20 every meal. You know, for introverts, staying in the house is, is like, that's just what we enjoy. Mm-hmm. And, and friend Shelby, uh, who I spent some time with talking about this the other day, is an extreme extrovert. And she's been having a quarantine because of me. And it's driving her absolutely insane because she needs people. And here I am out of quarantine and just happy I can go sit on my couch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think the evolution of technology has helped introverts to connect with other introverts further introverting themselves. And it's eliminated. It's associated more extroverts with more extroverts because introverts are naturally staying in associating with other introverts and so i you know i think it has like i said politically emotionally logically you know just in a in several different ways it's pushed more people into the two extremes of you know those categories and i don't think that that is good for any society i think uh a good middle ground is what a society needs. And we've gotten away from that. And, you know, that that saddens me and bothers me. And I don't know how I got on this topic. I don't really know where I was going with that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it just, that that is the change that I've observed in my life that has led to society becoming the way that it is. I think that's where I was going with that. So, okay. fuck technology. I'm <laughs> quitting everything to go be a freaking hobo and ride trains uh, around the country. See ya. Guys. <laughs> you guys Please have, don't let this podcast fail because Tyler's going to go be a hobo if you, it does. You guys have no idea. I, I'll get... I, 
I will get very real here if you want me to. Um, okay. I don't know if I, I've always said if things got to the point where I couldn't live, you know, it, the lifestyle I wanted to, it was just like, what's the point? Uh, but now I've learned, I've been watching hobo videos on YouTube and it is very, I, I, it, it's just a calling to me. Like if I ever got to the point where everything was just so bleak and dark looking and I had no future at all, fuck it. I'm going to go be a hobo. That shit sounds so fun. <laughs> Literally ride the rails around the country and just camp out all the time. Fucking survive. Hell yeah. I'm down. So I'm this close to going to be a hobo. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying like my life is that bad that I'm that close. I've just, I'm really, really, really deep into wanting to be a hobo right now. Um, just because it sounds so much fun and so free. Fuck society. Fuck the rules they put on us. Fuck it all. I'm going to go be a goddamn hobo. <laughs> Uh, this has been uh, one hell of an episode, y'all. It has. Did I you, got you got any more? Really real and really deep there yeah, uh, for a while, so yeah, I apologize too. for that. Um, it's going to be an interesting episode. I'm not going to lie. I finished my be- uh, beer. I finished my <laughs> drink. I don't really remember what I tasted. I was, I was <laughs> caught up in the... Uh, well, when I drank it kind of fast because of the bullshit from earlier but um i yeah i don't really remember it tasted good and i would pour another little bit but i still have uh there's a little bit of ice floating around in there and i don't i have sensitive teeth so i don't want to i don't like just eat the ice but i yeah i have sensitive teeth i don't want to chomp down on it it's gonna hurt (laughs) um so i reckon at this point you're, are you done with the, the wonder? Yeah, you got yep, all sixteen that's all pages. I had. I wanted to end on Carrie Fisher. Well, I think that is a great way to end. Um, I'm going to issue a challenge to everybody listening, and I I think a lot of our listeners are. Uh, I don't want to say older. Um, yeah, we well, don't have a lot well, of older listeners. Are yeah. we older? No, I'm thinking like. Friend Dave and friend Greg and your dad and like older than us age, not social media people. Maybe social hey. media people. I don't know. Uh, friend Dave is not that much older than us. What? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think he's like our parents' age. No, I think he might be like in his thirties. Um, yeah, maybe like five five years or so. Um, anyway, point being, I'm going to challenge everybody that has a addiction to social media, social media, try to go a day without it. Try to go one day without any social media and see, just watch yourself and observe and see how hard, how many times do you find yourself like craving to go to it? Cause that's how it started with me four years ago when I stopped doing it. I I realized it was putting me into a bad mood and I, you know, stopped. I was like, I, I'm going to see how, how I can go without this. And I kept finding myself almost like when I used to vape, like after I ate a meal, 
I would reach for my vape immediately. Like, oh, that's what I need. Just like, oh, just having a cigarette after eating, you know, it was mm-hmm. just what I needed. And so, um, you know, observe yourself, see how you react mentally. Um, because I, I personally think social media is terrible. Now, with that being said, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Follow us yeah, do on all, all of things. our social media. Subscribe us. Check us out on YouTube. <laughs> um, uh, all right. So um, I'm not really going to go too terribly uh, far with trivia with Tyler today. Um, I am still waiting on that. Uh, whatchamacallit. By the way, I want a bone. I got a bone to pick here. Some of these conspiracies I just don't feel like are ordered correctly on this chart. Like, I feel like Free Britney should, should definitely be a little further up and, you know, maybe some of these things like, uh, I, I don't even know what this Avril Lavigne replaced is, but some things could be oh, moved down. Look into it. It's it's a fun rabbit hole on Reddit to fall oh, into. I'm gonna no thanks. Um. Anyway, I mean, this stuff is fun to read about because fucking crazy, crazy people. Yeah, that that's absolutely crazy people. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. That's right. I was looking at trivia. That's why I picked up my phone. Oh God, that yes. happens to me all the time, people. So I'm not gonna go too crazy. I'm still waiting on my um jingle. It's- but. We'll get there. COVID, COVID, COVID world is. Yeah, I understand. All right. So today we're going to go all the way back to the 1830s for a really, 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 really old petrified Tyler Nugget. All right. Old petrified Tyler old Nugget. Old petrified. Delicious. Right. So in the 1830s, the Swedish Navy planted 300,000 oak trees so that they could be used for ship production in the future. The trees were fully grown by 1975, but warships were made out of metal. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was fucking hilarious. They thought for the future. They just didn't think about how technology advances. Technology exploding. Yep. Um, but hey, we have three hundred thousand trees now that we wouldn't have had otherwise. I don't so. know. I don't. I'm bad. I don't. I didn't see where they were, but I'm assuming they're somewhere in uh, Sweden. Sweden, yeah. Sweden. I don't think, but either way, that's three hundred thousand oxygen producers. So, thank you, Sweden. Absolutely. <laughs> As Megan drinks down the rest of her happy juice. It's so good. Um, This was good. The Woodford Reserve. I mean, we all know how Megan feels about Rabbit Hole. It's, I love it. Yeah. It's the holy whiskey. <laughs> you see what I did there? Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta say uh, and and I'm gonna put an asterisk and asterisk on this one um, I like the Woodford Reserve better neat uh, but okay. it was very watered down by the time I got to it um, I just I, I like the strength of the flavors neat better than I do with the ice ball um, 
I'm gonna go with. I think. Mm, I don't remember what I rated it neat, but I'm pretty sure it was high, like nine. It was um, really high. Yeah, it was, it was probably the highest I've ever given. It's gonna lose a bit. I'm gonna put it six and a half, seven with the ice ball. Six and a today. half, seven with an ice ball. Put an asterisk because it was watered down. So you know, I would like to try it. I'd like to pour a finger and then drop the ice ball in. Just excuse me with the way the way we have to do this. I have to get the ice ball out of the freezer and usually the alcohol is in here. So I have to pour it over the ice ball. Um, so I would like to try it the opposite way around and probably will. Mm-hmm. Um, but did, uh, I guess next we'll just get into, um, one last, one last little segment here. Mm-hmm. Mail time. And, I am certainly hoping that Megan has the email up. I do have the email okay, up. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Because I do too. <laughs> but I'm. Oh, you I do feel, too. Yeah, I feel like I've been talking too much. Oh, well, it's my topic. I talked more than you did. Well, that's true. All right. Um. So we got an email this week. Um. I guess it's gonna get. We got an email this week from my dad. So, hi, dad. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> Friend, dad. Friend, dad. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, we appreciate you sending an email so we had something to talk about right Absolutely. here during mail time. So, uh, uh, if someone is listening to this and you think that it's dumb to send us an email, fuck you. Send us an email. Hey. Woohoo. <laughs> She's, she's um, learning. Friend Dad <laughs> says, Hey guys, I love the broadcast. Hope you feel better, Tyler. Love you, Megan. <laughs> My idea is a story on the town of Redstone, Colorado. Another idea would be Holy Cross City or any other old mining town, ghost town. I sent some pictures of the inside of Redstone Castle, but it was too big to go through. I will send them again. Best regards. And he did send them again. Um, he did. I would like to say thank you for the well wishes. Uh, Daenerys is on high beams behind you. Like- <laughs> um, thank you for the well wishes. Uh, I hope you're doing well. Um, Megan, you want to give us an update? How's he doing? Ever since? Uh, from what I've talked to him, he's doing fine. Um, okay. Well, glad I'd- to hear it. Yeah. Um, there we go. Sorry, I had to reach. We'll give a round of applause for everybody feeling good. Yep, definitely. We appreciate that email for sure. Definitely. And want you guys to email us more. We've got some great topic suggestions, by the way. Yes. Um, yes, I, we do. Matter of fact, I'm actually... One of those topics led me to another topic that I'm debating between doing uh, next week. Interesting. Yep, so... I, I have two in the chamber right now. I'm not sure which one's going to end up coming out, but that sounded terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I reckon that's... Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else yep. on the schedule. You got anything else you want to talk about? Um, 
No, other than if you're still sticking around this long, thank you guys so much. Um, we appreciate you guys. Send us an email at whiskeyandwonder at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram at Whiskey Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash whiskeyandwonder, and all the other fun social media stuff that you can read in the show notes down below. Absolutely. Um, um, I think we're sitting at about an hour and 35, hour and 36 right now, so... Seems like the last episodes have been covering right around an hour 40, hour 45. Maybe we'll try to bring them down a little bit. Maybe we'll keep it here. Tell us what you guys think. You want them longer? You want them shorter? We, you know, we're just kind of doing it. We're doing this for you guys. What do you want to hear? What, what's. Yeah. Do you all want it longer? you You want it shorter? I mean. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, If anybody wants to help design a website. I welcome all that help. Please. Because help us. I it takes me about 40. Oh my god, I'm worse than my dad. Like <laughs> in all seriousness, for those people that are in your in your mid 20s, 30 or below that know how to use technology semi well and you know, we've all got that parent that's like struggling with <laughs> using a smartphone or something like that. That's me putting this website together. I am officially the parent struggling with technology. Um, so if anybody wants to help dear old dad or, or uh, you know, your elderly 28-year-old here, it would be greatly appreciated. The oldest 28-year-old you'll ever meet. Mentally, I'm about 78, maybe, maybe yeah. 80. I'm 78, 75, somewhere in there. Somewhere in there, but... All right. I reckon on that note, we're uh, we're gonna get off of here. Hopefully, next week we're coming to you both in the uh, in the uh, studio here. Studio. I don't, yep. don't want to call it That's the studio. That's the plan to be together. My, it's my office, but you know, it's a studio. It, it is a studio in a manner of speaking. But all right. Well, I guess on that note, we'll sign off of here for this week. Y'all have a safe week. Everybody, avoid the COVID. It's a funny freaking disease i can confirm that for sure be safe thank you guys we've been whiskey and wonder don't drink and drive don't drink and drive check us out on facebook after you quit facebook cheers Preservance. <laughs>